you are ready to wake up, you're going to wake up. And if you're not ready, you're going to stay pretending that you're just a little, poor little me. And uh, since you're all here and engaged in this sort of inquiry and listening to this sort of lecture, I assume that you're all on the process of waking up. Or else you're teasing yourselves with some kind of uh, flirtation with waking up, which you're not serious about. But I assume maybe you are not serious but sincere, that you are ready to wake up. So then, when you're in the way of waking up and finding out who you really are, what you do is what the whole universe is doing. Welcome. This is Brandon with Outside the Box. Uh, today, I had a friend stop in um, by the name of Miranda. She is um, a very uh, introspective thinker. You know, she has some um, very unique perspectives. Um, some we share, you know, similar perspective. But I don't uh, want to give too much. Without further ado, check out this podcast with Miranda and I. This is called Psychedelic Renaissance. Let's get it. Welcome, welcome. Good evening. This is Brandy with Outside the Box. Have a special guest with us today. Have my friend Miranda here with us today. Hey, How's it going, up? Miranda? Pretty good. How are you? Really great, really great. You know, we, I mean, we waited for about uh, 20 years for her to get her hair, you know, <laughs> copper colored, you know, waiting on her today. It's all right, though. You know, it was worth the wait, you know, because she has such a wonderful perspective. Um, so, anyways. I appreciate that, man. Thank you. How you feeling? What's going on in your space today? I'm doing good any day above ground. You feel me? I do. I do feel you. Yeah. I do feel you. You know, I'm a firm believer that, you know, every day that we get up and we have blood flowing through our veins and we have functionality of our brains and, you know, uh, inhale and exhale. Yeah. We have another chance to make a difference. 100 percent. You know, so I feel you on that. Um, today's subject that we're going to be talk speaking on is today's topic is is romance obsolete in 2021? Excuse me, 2020 slash 21. Obsolete? I don't know. Okay. Difficult? Hard? Um, hard to come by? Um, and I, I don't even think it's kind of like that meme that people are showing. Look at the shit we're calling love these days. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm. But does, does anybody really know what romance and love is anymore? It's did, a good question. The question is, did we ever to begin with? This is true. This is true. I think we <laughs> confused etiquette and acting like gentlemen, which isn't fully... I don't know if you guys have seen Mad Men before, but that show was just fucking ruthless. <laughs> and I was just like, man, thank God I was born when I was born. Because if I was just that happy housewife cooking all day long in the kitchen and then finding out that your husband's screwing his secretary, like, secretary is left and right, that must be pretty nerve-wracking. I'm sure. Yeah, so I don't really imagine that that was the romance that people thought that they were getting. Do you know Correct. what I mean? Especially no, I now. And that's the reason why I say, did we ever? Because, you know, um, when I look back at like my grandparents and, you know, the generations of yesteryears, they stayed together out of obligation in almost in a, in a way. Like, 100%. You know, not in almost, in, almost in a way, like not, they didn't choose each other. Yeah. You know, and. Religion? 
religion. It's so many different factors that yeah. played into it. You know, the shame of the of the community, you yeah. know, or the family or whatever. Yeah. And there were so many people who stayed in marriages and stayed in relationships that end up feeling unfulfilled in their lives. One hundred percent. And that trickled over into children, and that trickled over. And it's so many. Yes, it Boy, goes do so I deep. I know it. Yeah, it's it, generational it goes, trauma. Yes, yes, one hundred percent. So um, that's why I asked the question now because. I think that we're like you said, it's difficult. Um, obsolete is a very in- a very intense word, but I-, I would like to say yes, it's very challenging at this time. Yeah, you know. Well, but, I mean, in a pandemic. But why is the question? Why is it hard? Okay, so I would have to say, from my personal experience, um, and from other people that I've talked to recently, good friends, guys and girls, it's hard to meet people already. I mean, extroverts, introverts personalities, Mm -hmm. religion, Mm -hmm. um, race, um, everything that happened with the 2016 election, I think really changed people and their dating with politics associated. Agreed. And I think that kind of made people go, man, I have to evaluate people with this as well now. Um, so I think that is kind of narrowing everything down already Mm. and what people want in a partner essentially. Um, and then what apps do you go through to do that in a pandemic? Right. Do you know what I mean? Do I... In, <laughs> Christian in, Mingle. That's what I'm saying. Um, plenty of fish. <laughs> like, you know, like, what is it going to be? So is it going to be like the cowboys only? You know what mm. I mean? Like, <laughs> am I going to go on Tinder? Or am I going to get Bumble? Or am I going to get... What's the other one? I think there's one more. I wouldn't be able to That was like either. meant to be deleted. Um, <laughs> that's their tagline. You, TikTok? The, the app, oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't get me started on TikTok. <laughs> Don't get me started. But... Yeah, it's like then you choose which app I'm going to go for. And then it's like, okay, then hopefully we have a connection. And Do we talk first or do we hang out? Do we and meet up fo- on the first date? Like, But see, the weird thing is each of those apps that you just named, right? Yeah. They each have their own frequency of people like that you would deal with on that app. So, like, for example, the people that you Some of them go would- to different apps, too. I can speak and attest to this with experience. There will be some people on one app that will have some information, and then they'll have more information on another one. They're different people on different apps. Yes. I was like, shit, dude. Like, can You're we talented. Like- yeah. <laughs> can we link 23andMe and Tinder and, like, all of these together just right. so I can, like, do a background right, check? Right, right, right. Can you link it to your Facebook I and everything? I want to do, like the, like, the credit bureau. You know? Yeah, I don't want your Spotify. I don't want to see your music. I want to know like what's your credit score? What are, are your parents still alive? What's what's going on with that? Right, right, right. Are we are we are we thirty years old still putting up middle fingers in our pictures? Like yeah. what are we doing at this point? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I need to get a well-rounded perspective. One hundred percent. Um, you know, and I, I I say why because, you know, I ask myself that sometimes. You know, what makes it so challenging now to connect with someone organically? Um, as opposed to the yesteryears. Like, now let's get outside of an unhealthy partnership, right? Yeah. What I look at is um, we're bombarded with too many options. You know? Oh, it's like like Netflix. Like you just said, you though, go you're looking on... at one person on eight different apps. Yeah. Oh, and then and everybody looks gorgeous eight of them. these days. Anybody can be beautiful. It's really hard. Anybody can be attractive these days. Anybody mm. can go and look however they want with these plastic surgeries and everything. So mm. this whole entire looks are deceiving thing, man, have you ever saw, like seen somebody that was gorgeous, man or female, I mean, female or male, um, and then just been like, man, they are complete trash just after talking to them for two minutes or they have like no soul and it's just an exterior. You know what I mean? It's Unfortunately, like, that's a lot of what happens to in yeah, this Yeah, so I, it, it's, it's hard. It's tricky. You know, you can't really judge a book by its cover, but you know, 
as a female, like I see people that are like attractive and it makes me almost want to go away from them. Like mm. it reminds me of when you're in like elementary school and you didn't want to hang out with the popular kids mm-hmm. because they get enough attention. Correct, you know what I mean? correct, like, correct. You want to hang out with the people that are a little bit less than. Underdogs you know? always get the most love. 100%. Always. <laughs> I agree. I agree. But yeah, I don't know if we ever had an idea of what romance was, like you said. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So to go into this next generation and I think people just want, because there is this emotional attachment to thinking that your life will just be, that's the end all be all is when you meet somebody. Yeah, textbook. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but luckily I think that we're getting to this point in our lives that with 2020, rather than being in the 60s and the 50s where it was kind of evolving and like the picture perfect life and leave it to beaver and bewitched <laughs> and all that stuff. Um, we, we now have... You know, like Oprah started talking about mental health and mm-hmm. problems and marriage and stuff like that in the 90s. Yes. And now we finally got to the point where we're like, hey, you know what? There's boundaries now with relationships. Let's talk about this. And it's now a widely talked about subject. Right. More elements are being discovered. Right. You know, um, and it's, it's, it's like I feel like we're in an emotional renaissance period right now where I won't even say no, not renaissance because that's like a resurgence. I feel like we are we're rewriting. We're rewriting the, 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 the novel, you know, for our time because things that worked in our parents' time, it, it can't apply to our time right now. Yeah, I've seen a lot of people say that we're, the this generation is sensitive. And I said, no, I don't think we're sensitive. I think we're just sick of seeing the same stuff go on and we're not going to participate in it anymore. Like, I, 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 I could agree on some part of that. There is some heightened sensitivity at this time. Though. Oh, for sure. You know, for everything sure. is, I'm offended and, you know, yeah. and, and it's like, at the end of the day, we could go for years on that one, man. Be offended. Oh my god! I don't think we have enough time for this one. <laughs> but yes, we can. Part two coming on another day in April. Yeah, part two will be coming. Yes, we, this is not the last time we have you on the show. You know, um, but yes, you know, we have like for example, um, I love I love you, baby. But I'm going to use you as an example. My daughter, right? Yeah. So she, uh, when every be- BC before COVID, she <laughs> she was running track, right? Okay. And um, she we went out to her track meet, and we were all excited for her. And she was, you know, she was a little nervous, but she was out there, and she was, you know, getting ready. So she ran, she she <laughs> she bombed. She didn't do too well, but she did it. You know, she 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 completed it. Go her. We meet. Go. Go, go, Jale, go, baby. Girl. Honestly, if the losers are the ones that don't try, and, and exactly, and I, I commend her for even trying. But then this is now just on a, a broader perspective, right? They yeah. gave everybody a gold medal. Yeah, I didn't agree with that. I feel like she should have gotten a medal. But if you win, that's when, like, because I feel like. They do that now. Yeah, really? yeah, I thought I, that was just like some Facebook like. No, it's it's no, it's a, no, it's real. It's <laughs> oh, wow. real, and okay. and and, it, and and you see the thing is, as human beings, we're incentive based. We're incentive based. Yeah. So what's so the incentive to keep going? To and try win? hard. What yeah. is the incentive to try hard? If I'm going to try harder than you, and I'm going to get the same medal as the person who didn't even try, then why do I need to try? Yeah. It's the same thing as the unemployment. I'm not knocking anybody. Everybody's financial situation is different. I'm just speaking on what I'm speaking on. Yeah. There are some people right now who, because they make more money to sit sit at home, they don't want to even look for anything. Right. And I'm not, like I said, I'm not judging anybody. I'm just speaking in a perspective of like, if you have children or whatever the case may be, you have to understand they're always watching you. Mm -hmm. People, they're always paying attention to you. And if they see that mommy and daddy is okay with 
you know, mediocrity, mommy and daddy is okay with not trying harder or reaching for something greater, just sitting and collecting a check, then what incentive or what motivation does that give them in their life for them to even, for them to excel into things? The only thing I think that makes an incentive for people and they're, if they're raised in that conditional um, aspect of like, you know, people maintaining mediocrity, um, I would probably say is the like type a personalities that mm. want to kind of you know hate to bring her up again but like oprah you know what i mean like came from nothing went and became everything and mm. Mm. but changes their situation and you know she was getting raped by her uncle and ended up getting knocked up by him and then you're just like geez how do people like that turn their life around and then there's some people that get an addiction or they get horribly into drugs and then their life spirals out and then they're in a mental facility until the rest of their days. Like so, some people can mm. choose that adversity and be like, I'm going to strive and keep going. The, or and there's some people that are like, no, look, let's just stay here. You, you, hit the, I mean? you, you hit the perfect word I was going to ask you. I was going to say, so basically from what I'm hearing is success is a choice. I, I think so. Mm. I think I think success is a choice. Mm. Um, so you, do, do you not think that some people are inherently born? Oh, yeah. With that fire? I think people, because I think that's part of a personality trait as mm. well. Like, I think that that will to succeed and kind of just keep going kind of deal. But mm. then again, I feel like mental health can kind of influence that as well. You know what I mean? I feel like if you're not in a great place mentally, you've been raised in a, in a certain aspect or a certain home where there's been trauma... Hmm. you may not respond to stress as well. Hmm. So if you're under a certain amount of stress, you may not be able to respond as well as somebody else that's never had that stress in their life and can probably handle that under pressure a little bit easier. Um, but I definitely think it... I don't know. I think it's a combination. I would be ignorant to say that it's one thing. Right. It and can't outline. be one dimensional. No, it can't. No. Humans are way too complicated for anything to be one dimensional, let alone probably two. But, Correct. you know, I just, the combination of where you grew up, um, how you grew up mm -hmm. financial wise, mm -hmm. how your, how your parents raised you, mm -hmm. how your parents relationship was, mm -hmm. um, your parents' education level, mm -hmm. your parents' experiences. income, experiences, everything, um, all of that adds up into your experience. And I don't think a lot of parents realize that when they have kids, but all of that kind of translates over kind of like what we were talking about earlier too. Like it's all generational. It just keeps getting passed down. Um, so I think we're hitting on something here. So then question. So do you, you ever read like in like medieval times when um, a guy and a girl were trying, like looking to court each other, they, if, if you were a queen of, if you were um, an heir of royalty, right? Yeah. Your parents would never allow you to marry a woman, a man of the field. No, somebody below. No, they wouldn't allow that. And see, we when I was young, I used to look at that like, damn, that's so, you know, that's cold or or uh, that's like real pompous or something like that. But at I this, love that word by the way, thank, pompous. Appreciate you. Thank you so much. Yeah. I try. I try. To, I try to take down one book a month. Well, just one <laughs> book. <laughs> it's you, a good one. I'm stealing it. <laughs> yes, but you know, they they that's 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 what I took from it. And, um, but at this stage in my life, I asked myself, maybe they were onto something because you just, what you just said, according to that math is the reason why most people now have a hard time finding synergy. 
Because your experiences, let's say, because I mean, yes, at a certain point, we have to make a choice. Yes. You know, we have to choose, okay, this is not what I had in my upbringing, but now I have the power. So now I'm going to make my life this quality. Yeah. You know, but it also, it still goes back to that because like you just said, some people, they could have a great opportunity. I've seen this so many times. People have a great opportunity, but because they lack the self-esteem, they'll figure out a way to sabotage it. Yeah, they self-sabotage all the time. I do the same thing myself. I'm, I've been guilty as well. That's why I complimented your daughter for even trying to track. I was the person in Love high you, school that, yeah, <laughs> congratulations, girl. Go you. Keep, keep going. Keep running those miles. But I swear, I was the girl in high school that didn't try out for anything because I was afraid to not make it. Mm. And I think, like, it reminds me of that I'm a movie buff, but... Little Miss Sunshine. It's when Alan Arkin is talking to um, Abigail Breslin, mm. and she's like, you know, I'm a loser. And he's like, no, you know who a loser is? A loser is a person who doesn't even try. And I was like, fuck, man. I've been a loser so much of my life. And like, didn't I didn't even like, know it. Yeah. And I, I feel like that's the only thing you can really say about yourself. No one can really call you a loser. It's when you kind of hold yourself accountable is when you can actually do something about it. But I'm, I'm proud of people for trying because that's not something I was willing to do. I was very like, I'm, I'm not good enough. I, I can't do that. I don't fit here. Um, and I think when you have that kind of mindset, success is really hard. Success is really hard because you're, it's, it's you versus you. You're, you're, you're like so right and perfectly in the pocket because that was going to lead to my next thing that I was going to say. You know, we live in a society that preys on low self-esteem. Yeah. You know, like the people who don't feel confident within themselves and don't really think highly of themselves, unfortunately, they don't reach the heights of the ladder. Okay. And But we also have so many things that we deal with that keeps us in a place that, you know, prevents one from feeling like, a high, that, that prevents one from achieving a high level of self-esteem. Yeah. So I'll give you one example of what I mean, right? Instagram. Instagram, for example. That's why sometimes I go in social media detoxes. Like, literally, I do. I need to do that more in my life, No, to be I, completely honest. Well, he, he's the one who even, uh, uh, you know, um, sparked the idea, initiated the idea of me even doing that because I had went, I had, um, I had a conversation. I was just saying, like, you know, right now I don't feel inspired and this, that, and the third. And he was just like, you know, put down the social media for a while. And I thought about it, and you're right, because... One of the major problems with social Instagram, I'm speaking specifically right now, is that it's a very comparative, comparison-based realm. Mm -hmm. You know, like, let's say you are Like the okay. diet we were talking about, you're consenting to so much information and all of this comparisons of people's highlight reels. Cor correct. And let's say you're at a place in your life where you're like, you know what, I know I'm not where I'm supposed to be, but I'm just chilling right now. And I'm okay with chilling right now. Yeah. You go on Instagram though, and you see this guy doing jet skis, jumping off the airplane, and he's feeding dolphins, caviar, in whatever. Bali. You know, ex exactly. Yeah. You, then you're like, damn, my life is trash. Trash. You yeah. Know? Fuck. I gotta what am go I out. Doing? I gotta go work out. I gotta go get some investments. <laughs> I gotta get some crypto. And you know, you start going crazy. Yeah. As opposed to playing your game. You know, what are you, where, what are your stats? Where are you at right now? Yeah. You know, and, and I keep mind of that all the time. Like literally in my room. I have uh, a board where I keep track of how much money I spend every day, what my what's on my schedule. Like my whole life Go is you. is metrics at this point, you know, because I can't let I can't afford to let sixty seconds slip away without it being accounted at this time. I feel you. Because when you let that when you let that one minute go and two minutes go and three minutes go and then a day goes by and then six months go time by, time is money, man. Where did twenty twenty go? Yeah. 
don't even get me started. I was just talking about it with my girl, Courtney, about how we're already in this after a year and people are like, we're just going to quarantine for a couple weeks. It'll be over soon. Remember that? Jeez. Right. The biggest joke. Right. And then after six months, when you have no definitive time of how long this is going to go, that's when Ooh, man. it began to get a little challenging for me. I think there's going to be studies 15 years from now that's going to be like, did you live alone in quarantine? <laughs> you may Are be you entitled suffering? to compensation. Yes. Are you suffering from this, this, and this? <laughs> you may be really, 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 really lonely. <laughs> right, though. No, seriously. Like, like, it was, I lived alone, and it was, and I have, a, I have a thyroid disease. And when we didn't know what was going on, when they said immune compromised, I was like, well, I have an immune disorder. Like, mm. I can't go out then. So mm. I just was calling out of work, not going to work, not going out, not getting groceries. Out of fear. Out of fear. And then that was like a good two months. Didn't leave the apartment. Straight up did not leave my apartment. Didn't even go outside. Like What type of emotional decline did you experience? Well, I was... I was sent to a treatment center in high school mm. that dealt with a lot of isolation mm. and like silence and you couldn't look at people in the eyes. And so like you would have to pass a note if you had to use the restroom or something what? with your, don't even get me started. That's a, that's another day for you as well. Let me but, find out you Matilda and you went to, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. I was sent away from Mrs. Peter Grimm's. You got away from the trench bowl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, it felt like the Salem witch trials. Um, <laughs> but I felt like I was almost being punished by being alone again. And mm, it, like mentally, mm. I felt like, God, what did I do wrong? Like, right, you know right. what I mean? Like, um, is something wrong with me? Like, you know, and it's it was weird. I felt like I was just everything that they tell you is bad for you. Binging shows, staying home alone, was not talking to all. people, doing it all, you know, not leaving your apartment, not calling people, not talking to people, staying on your phone constantly, though. Everything that was bad for me, I was doing in mass doses just mm. for two months. And mm. it was just sickening, gross. I at, at some point, did you feel like you were um, off off-center did you feel like oh yeah like yeah. you were looking at a shell of yourself at that point oh yeah i i had a few mental luckily i have one girl i'm gonna shout out shy do you remember shy from reef dispensaries i love her she would call me and facetime me every single day and she would facetime me and just to see each other's face and shout out you shy i know real friend stuff real friend stuff where she would just be like are you okay? How you doing today? What's going on? And even like just cooking a meal and having a person be right in front of you. Right. Like, can't even tell you what that meant to me. Listen, I hadn't, I hadn't hugged my mom in over a year. No way. Like it, it, cause you know, it was not so much more concern of her bringing anything to me. It was me more so concerned for her. Cause she's like, she's like almost I know you're gonna hear this, mom. So I ain't gonna I ain't gonna mess up your age. She's uh she's seasoned, so because she's vintage. She's she's exactly. So she's she, she because she's classic. Classic. <laughs> that's even that's, that's even better. Classic. That was slick, right? Yeah, that was that was oh. pretty good. So because she's classic. Ten points. <laughs> I got you. So because she's classic, I was just really concerned with you know uh, potentially putting herself putting her in a position. Much like everybody else was with their parents. You know, but protect do you know, your but, elders. But I'm so family oriented though that really took a toll on me. Did you guys do FaceTime and other? Yeah, stuff? we did, but it, it wasn't the same. You know, no. it just it's not the same, and, and and it's even worse because she lives ten minutes away from me. So it's like doing a long distance relationship. So it's like a long distance relationship with somebody who lives on another block. Would you guys do like? 
she would come outside your house and you would like chill yes. with the window. Yes, I would go to her porch and I would just sit there. Like, was, was, <laughs> mom, it's me. I'm here. <laughs> yeah, but I would just go to her porch and I would just sit down and just talk with her and, you know, just not really be looking at the time or anything, you know, because I need, see, as human beings, we, um, there's so many things that we're not taught in school, you know, like they teach us all the meaningless things in school, but the things that are most important as far as like the makeup uh, of our, um, our, 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 our chemical makeup, our energetic, you know, uh, properties that are about, like, for example, what I'm getting is this. Human beings cannot go isolated, but for so long. No. And this was a huge detriment, not only to just us, but like you said about the studies that are going to happen 15, 20 years from now. Yeah. Our children, the kids who are the, the youth of right now, they are the society of 20 years from now. Yeah. What they're dealing with right now is going to manifest itself in, in very gruesome ways. I can see that being the case, 100%. Very gruesome ways. I'm not fucking with you, and I really think that there will be 15 to 20 years from now, there's going to be studies about the people and the effect of quarantine on people mentally, how it did with people's jobs. Like my roommate, they're now thinking about not going back to work for some people because it just is working better for them, and some people are happy, uh, happier, and the productivity is doing Far beyond their expectations. But then think about the agenda with that, right? Yeah, you're just you, at home. And you're, you're at home working and it's comfortable, but, but then your mental health is declining because you're not doing the human interaction. They're turning so us into machines. It's crazy. So I don't really know what I am about. I don't really know how I feel about the whole situation, but I'm. I really hope it goes better for these kids because I mean, you see these stories of kids committing like committing suicide, mm. young, thirteen years old, just mm. because they're not hanging out with their friends. It breaks your heart. Like, I know what it did to me in just two months of not going out and not seeing. So imagine a nine-year-old. Yeah, I'm I'm very dependent and like saying hi to people and talking to strangers. You know what I mean? That's how we got to talking at my job. Correct, you know I mean? correct, like, correct. Just, just love, exchange. Yes. Yes. This is just the most organic that it could ever be. Is just with other people and with strangers. You know, they have they owe nothing to you mm -hmm. and you owe nothing to them. So when it's a nice organic experience and it's something fresh and kind. It's just like magical. I think that's the true magic with humans. So if you don't get that on a regular basis, and for me, I was very social in school, can't imagine what they're dealing with. Like, especially like what we were saying earlier, if you don't have a good home life, if you're not getting your three meals a day, if your parents aren't, you know, emotionally available for you, if your parents aren't beating each other up in the corner in the other room and yelling and screaming constantly. Mm. Like my my growing up situation was hell. And I can't imagine as long as these kids have been locked up at home, locked up with my parents. Oh, I would have just, oh, oh man. I probably wouldn't be here today. There's no, <laughs> there's no way. I would have had to find another guest for today's show. I know. Damn it, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> empty seat right here empty seat no yeah. miranda it's just i couldn't i couldn't deal with that you know god bless these kids souls like that's that's a lot of and see and, and like we and see you you know you did you touched on something you know let's 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 actually give them some some props because you know they want to call them weak and all of this you know the, the kids of today they're weak but think about it think about how strong they actually are yeah because i ask myself all the time would i be able to do distance learning no hell no no Hell, I'm so like hell no. fidgety. I would not. Be my attention okay. span was so so short in school. Yeah, like literally, I I I used to get in trouble for because I couldn't sit in my seat. 
You know, like I had to constantly be moving and doing things, and I understand why because I'm, you know, I'm just super smart. But uh, <laughs> no, hey, I made it, teachers. But you know, I'm just, <laughs> but no, it's just you know, like um, what they're dealing with now is very unique. You know, and I don't even know how to all the way um, how to fully process what you know how they're feeling at this at this side because they don't know how to fully verbalize yet either. Yeah. It's not like they can come to you and say, "Hey, um, I'm feeling depressed." Exactly. They like they can't say that to you yet. So it's like no. you just have to just try to make it the best that you can for them. Yeah. But you also therapize being... your kids and see if how they evaluate how they're doing just based on their interactions. That's got to be hard. I can't. It, it also, props to parents. I don't know how they're doing it with like teaching their kids everything and having to be like wear all the hats, doing it all. You know? <laughs> yeah, I just I couldn't do it. It takes a special person right now to you know juggle all of this going on with COVID and life right now. You know, Agreed. I think it's n not even just romance that's suffering at this point. It's everything. Every level. Every level. Every level. Of every spectrum, senior of every citizens, chapter. Single people. Oh, uh, don't even get me started on the senior citizens. That breaks my heart. Like the people that are already alone and maybe dependent on going to lunch. You know how we're talking about people being social? Yes. What do they do? You know what I mean? Like their mm. thing was, hey, I went to go to the grocery store and I picked up my my apple juice today and it was real good. But, <laughs> and I talked to Jimmy on the way out. You know, that's their, that's their thing. That's what they do. And then I went to the apricot store and then I talked to <laughs> right. Billy Bob there. You know what I mean? And just, that's that their way of communicating and having a social life is having these errands. That's their outlet. Yeah. And I just am like, dude, if they don't have those errands because they're afraid to go out, I remember reading on Twitter about like couples that were when the hype was real, like last year, this time, mm -hmm. um, where senior citizens weren't wanting to go to the grocery stores because they were just like, I'm, I'm too afraid. I mean, there was even, you know, and I hate the news for this, but there was that propaganda and I hate to call it propaganda because I think COVID is very real and whatnot, but it's just, you have it's, this diagram. Oh, we had this diagram of like a cough and then this person, like this little, you know, person with no details on their body. It's like they walking. They invoked fear and terror. They're walking us. down this aisle and then they cough and then you see these germs, little COVID little germs go into the other aisle. And then they drew a diagram yeah. of what the COVID and then looks this is, like. This will be the, you know, the three different aisles that the <laughs> cough is going to now. And you could be over here getting your wheat thins and not, not even know that you have it. It's just like, oh my <laughs> God. Like, so no wonder why these poor old people didn't want to go out, didn't want to leave their homes. Mm -hmm. Somebody did that for an old like mm. couple that were just sitting in their car and didn't want to go inside and like, That's so rough. paid money and were like here and then just had to worry like, hopefully she comes back with our food and didn't take the money. Do you know what I mean? Like, can you imagine? I just, and that's when we were in the thick of it and had no idea what was going on. We weren't wearing masks at that time because we didn't know that that's what we needed to cover. It's crazy how this evolved and we're in this point now where we're right, like right. mask double mask like it's just become which, which this. is just which is just nonsense oh, it's crazy it's just nonsense like i had i listened to somebody said it was like um you know can you can you can you smell someone pass gas through their jeans and it was like well it, yeah it was like what makes you think it, your mask is stopping the virus and i'm just like you know i mean yeah it's funny but you know when you think about it we're just playing we're playing theater right now you know, like this is this can't this is not like it's playing out. Let me let me say it like this. Let me be as correct as I possibly can be. Yes, there is something that is existing. However, the severity of it, 
I feel like was trumped up. Like they they took the severity of it and made it something way way. It's more It's so severe. weird because some people had such an adverse reaction to it. Like Nick Cordero, um, a Broadway star, forty one, no pre existing conditions, just died. And but as he knew of though. Um, no, but like nothing, like nothing that he had, even mm. when they went through and did like all the tests and everything, he had really nothing wrong with him. Except we're, for we're, he was we're, getting... we're dealing with chemical warfare right now. Yeah. It just makes you wonder what was this because he needed a double lung transplant. Yeah. We're dealing with end. chemical warfare right now because only chem. And the reason why I say that is because my dad, he was, um, 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 a Vietnam vet. Okay. And he told me stories about how they were spraying Agent Orange. I was just going to say that. Yes. And um, he had a friend where he was affected by Agent Orange. And he was afflicted so bad that um, it, it caused a reaction inside of his body where he couldn't interact with sunlight. Yeah. Like if he went out inside in the daytime, he would literally start to have internal bleeding and, and, and things like that. Yeah. But he was the only person who had that symptom. Yeah. That agent, every person who interacted with that chemical, it had a different effect on yeah, them. Yeah, it's almost like it makes you wonder. So it's almost like we were sprayed with the flu same. Or is this a chemical? It's a chemical because yeah. why is it, it's a virus? You can have you're going to have symptoms across the board that are pretty universal. Right. You're going to have reactions that are universal, and because it's so unique from case to case to case. It doesn't make sense that it yeah, can be only thing. It, it can only that's be. That's what they had in like the little descriptions in the beginning. That like the CDC says that you could. It could also be all these symptoms. You could lose your smell. You could lose your taste. But it could also be a cough. It could also be this. It could. It also could be, be allergies. Flu. It could just be you being tired. It was really weird. All the different. How vague ways. it was. It was so vague. How and vague? It still really is vague. Yes. I still don't think we really even know. I don't. I, I keep saying, when this is over, you know, to people, like, what are you going to do? And then I keep thinking, Miranda, this isn't going to be over for, like, a hot minute. Like, we're in this for the long haul. Like, I, I the masks are mm. going to be there for a hot minute, I feel. Like, we're, we're, we're just almost out of the thick of it. Like, London just went back on lockdown. Like, that's crazy. Like, it's – and they had um, vaccines before us. So, were you going to vaccine up? And then go back into another lockdown. It just and don't even get me on the vaccines, yeah. please don't, because <laughs> we won't go there today. Yeah, yeah, I'm just not because I, I just don't want the CDC knocking at the door. You know, get you guys. You know, but um, I, I just I, I so I'm I, assuming you're not gonna you're not gonna get your vaccine. I can't trust it. No, you're so we 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 think it's the chip. No, well, I won't say it's the chip. You know, I have a few different reservations. One, you know, I'm a I'm a logical person. You yeah. know, I, I'm not a group thinker. I'm an individual sole proprietor thinker. You 100%. know, I'm on, I'm going to use what's in my head, yeah. not what's in yours. And what makes and does it make sense to me is um, every other vaccine that was created, it had to have this amount of time. Now I understand that there's all these different scientists around the world working on it. You've got the greatest minds in the world, but come on. This is almost like you it, it, put it like this. I like to use analogies. It's like if I spray something in your face, right? Mm -hmm. And you start, oh, 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 my God, I can't breathe. And you go, if you take this, it'll be all over. Yeah. But before I give this to you, I need you to bow down and kiss my ring. What is the difference between it, 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 that? Is that is almost in a way? It's like I already had this. The the, the I. I already had the cure before you already was introduced to the disease. And this is a power play because now that I have you, 
by the cojones and you're going to do everything that I tell you to do because now you are living in fear. You don't even want to go out your house. You don't want to interact with your family. You don't want to go to your job anymore. You're going to wait on my check when I send it to you. Now you are in completely under my authority. This is a very dangerous time. Um, so you I, think I, it's more of a control tactic? It's, it's, it's 100% a control thing because we're moving into an, um, a dictatorship, a, thought, you know, a, a, a totalitarian kind of state anyway. You yeah. know, like everything is like so police and, and, and you know, it's, 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 we're moving into that, it's that space. So systematically, we're losing human rights. Yeah. You know, our human rights were stripped away from us for a whole year. Then now there's this AR-15 shooting, you know, which, by the way, the Mandalay Bay thing, that just disappeared. We never even spoke about that ever again. Yeah. But, you know, anyways, that was with an AR-15. And no all of a reasons, sudden, it's, it's all no of a sudden, why. every single time is with the same gun. Every single time. So now we're moving into a place where, oh, by the way, anybody who is, you know, a Second Amendment, uh, uh, believes in the Second Amendment, I advise you this week to go and get yourself together because the AR-15s is on their way out. You know? You think so? You think they're gonna definitely going to do something about I, it? I mean, just based on... I just am so like, man, they're not going to do shit. It's been so many times. The second that they shot, like, elementary school kids, and then they started saying that that was fake, but I was see, like, but, it's but, over for us. But we're see, done. Miranda, we're in a different time now, though. <laughs> yeah, this we're, is we're, true. we're more sheeple than we've ever been before. Sheeple, yeah. So now I can now it's much easier to get the people to move in the direction that they want us to now. Yeah. Because now it's, okay, I got them to do this. I can get them to do that. I can get them to do this. The moment that we, if you look at any society that allowed themselves to be disarmed, like, it's game over. Yeah. It's game over. That's the only thing that protects your household at this point. You know, like, let's say, for example, I have a son, I got a daughter. You know, what when I'm out at the park or something like that and something is to go on, what am I supposed to call the police and wait for the police to get there and that per hopefully the person's not too far away because they, 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 they sped off 100 miles. That's not reality. The police are not there to stop problems. Yeah. You are there to stop your problem. Yeah. You know? And, 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 and the moment that we take the authority out of our own hands, like we've done this whole year, the moment we take the authority out of our own hands, we are moving ourselves into an enslavement, in, in, into an, a, in a slavery kind of position. I feel you. You know, and it's scary to me, you know, not scary, so to speak, where I'm like, I'm rendered helpless, but I'm like, I've lived a very privileged life that I've never had to carry a weapon on me mm. for fear of my life. Mm. Um, because I know that that's something that varies for where you demographic live. to demographic. Yes, it varies. And I think that's for where you live, how you're raised, your race, your orientation, kind of everything where you went to school you know, boundaries of where you are in school and like where you live and where you can go to school and some places are more impoverished than others. And it's so hard to say because my cousin was one of the youngest people that died at the Las Vegas shooting. But it's so odd to me because I can't say that I'm against guns because I know that some people need those guns for their own protection. Correct. And then you have people that have illegal guns and then what do you do if you take away all the legal guns and then you don't have all the people that have them illegally? So it's just you get into this really weird limbo place of I'd be ignorant to say what would be the solution at this point. Right. 
because I don't think anybody really knows what the solution is. I mean, like you said, it can't be one dimensional. No, we we're, we're humans. That's we're never too complex. Too complex. So I think an answer of just like gun reform. Well, exactly how? I think that scares people in the Second Amendment, but I think it scares people, you know, to not have gun reform. So what does mm. that exactly mean? I almost want definitions mm. from the government. More finite terminology. What does that mean? Right. What, what, what does that mean for people? Right. Maybe that won't be so scary. Well, you, you didn't hear about the, the, the recent, um, what was it? Um, Biden is trying to get a law passed where lawmakers, they can run in your house without a warrant and confiscate your weapons. Really? Yes. That's what they're trying to pass now. See, it gets so weird because it reminds me of like the Patriot Act when George W. Bush wrote that in in 2000, what, 2001 or 2002, I believe. Mm, mm. Um, and it was after everything happened with 9-11 and it, it became, well, we want to make sure that we're protecting America, but at what cost for people's privacy? Right. At what expense? At what expense? And it starts getting into this George Orwell, 1984, big brother who's watching you kind of deal. And That's gets, heavy, Miranda. Yes. It, it gets really tricky. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I imagine myself, I'm not really a Republican or Democrat. I'm very laissez-faire libertarian. <laughs> okay. You choose what the fuck you're going to do with your life. I'm not going to tell live. you. You live. I'm, you know, I'm not going to tell you how to live it. So as long as you're... Just uh, don't infringe on my, on exactly. my thing. Exactly. Yeah, don't yeah. infringe on my rights. Um, that's another debate with the guns. You know what I mean? Your right to live, your right to own guns. It's so hard. Like what like you're saying, it's... I it's don't have not, an issue with the guns, you know. I, you know, if anything, if I was going to say, I have an issue with the people that carry the guns. There we go. I don't have an issue more or less with the guns because the guns don't pick themselves up and shoot themselves. Right. However, what I would be looking for, if there is any type of adjustment, make the process of acquiring one a little bit more stringent. 100%. Make it a little bit more difficult. I think. I think. You the know, most... like how do you are you on any psychotropic medications yes. right now? Yes. Disqualified. Yes. When's the last time you had a psych evaluation with? One hundred percent. Disqualified. You know what I'm saying? Like we There's need to have. There's more of a survey to donate blood these days than there is to like you know get a <laughs> like to get a gun, especially at some of these gun shows. Like that's how right. that, that dude that um, I don't even want to say his name, the, the Mandalay Bank shooter, got all of his guns. He got like 15 of them at a gun show out here in Nevada. Like that whole story was so shaky to me that I can't even yeah, subscribe to any part of it because yeah. none of it makes sense to me. No. I feel like it's more painful to keep investigating it and trying to like, just, figure uh, it out. Just let it be. To let it, yes. It's, it's almost like the JFK thing. We correct, have to accept correct, that it correct. was this weird-ass fucking thing. And who knows why and who did it and wh what the motive was and why we did this and how we got into this place. But like they say, some things, are, else. <laughs> some things are above our pay grade, right? 100%. You know, maybe in the next life we'll figure it out. Maybe, you know. But like, you know, I've also gotten to a place where I say to myself, some things are better just left unknown. You know? Yeah, it also makes you wonder how many of these things are really done by people that are mentally just ill and really have no purpose or no reason for it. Like, you know, you think of this guy that went to the massage parlors um, is the most recent one that I kind of know inform information about that I could speak on. But I think his excuse was that he had a sex addiction. And it's when you're targeting people of a certain race and of a certain, you know, parlor in Chinatown. You, okay, all right, bro. Like, 
Okay. What like, did, yeah, how did that correlate? Yeah, how did we, oh, and these places are, you know, making my sex addiction, you know, come out. Well, then why aren't you shooting your TV for having an, a subscription to HBO Max and watching right. HBO uh, After Dark? You know what I mean? Like, why aren't you shooting at your computer for having porn on there and having that accessible to you? So I don't I, I mean, don't really I'm try, not trying to argument. sound mean or anything, but, you know, or maybe why not in the head? Because that's where your thoughts are coming from. There you go. Well, I, exactly. I don't mean to tr trigger warning. Trigger warning. Trigger warning. But, like, but, but man, like that's what I'm saying. It's it's not these guns that are doing the problem. Even though I don't really understand the necessary need of an AR-15, that'd be pretty sick to shoot one. Not gonna lie to you. I'll be that. They're person. nice. I'll say that right now. That must be really cool to shoot one. But mm -hmm. at the same time, when we have people shooting them into civilians, gets a, it, the coolness kind of is erased and. I don't know. Seems a little bit eradicated. My question is, is that why do they use that gun all the time, though? Because it's so easy and people aren't that great of a shot. Are you kidding me? <sighs> Have you ever played Battlefront? That's what it reminds me of. And I hate to compare shooting people to shooting things on a game. Very, again, trigger warning, a heavy topic. But it's... JD, we're gonna have to do a lot of editing after this one. I know, right? But like when you <laughs> Miranda's getting edgy. Oh, I know, I'm getting into it. But <laughs> if you have like, you know, if, if you have uh, me, I'm really not that great of a shot. So mm. if you have a gun that's automatic and you, you you move it just a slight bit, you have more of a range to hit something, your target, than you would rather hit nothing. So like I like Battlefront because it's not shooting actual people, it's shooting droids and you, Sith. You hear this, you hear this. Yeah, so... She's making the distinction. Yes, so I feel like that's a little bit better than, you know, World of Warfare and <laughs> Warcraft and all that stuff that's like actually doing people and soldiers. It's too real for me. Like, so. like the Call of Duties and stuff? Yes, I can't do that stuff. That's too real. So this feels a little bit better, but I feel like those people that have the automatic rifles... It's a it's a better shot. I've I've seen the most horrid people that have no aim whatsoever be able to make shots with one of those, like just at a range and some like. I I've are heard. You, are, we, are we are we recording again? I All think right. I think it'd be. I need to know more about this, but I read a lot in quarantine, and I'm not even gonna fucking lie to you. I did a lot of mushrooms in quarantine by myself, living alone. Nice, nice. Just because it's good. I have PTSD or CPTSD, which right, is complex right, right. post-traumatic stress disorder, and I've read a lot of things about microdosing and doing it in small bits. And I was trying to do it as much as I could, just little what, tiny, what were, tiny. What were you bits. listening to that kind of got you interested? Um. Podcasts. I was listening to a lot of Twitter, mm. a lot of mental. I, I follow a lot of PTSD um, accounts. I guess you would say on Instagram and kind of like mental health awareness okay. accounts. And a lot of them were saying like the studies and the clinical trials that they're actually doing throughout America and trying to test people that have CPTSD with either acid or with, which is a little intense for me, but, yeah, um, yeah. but shrooms, you know what I mean? Like something that's a little bit more natural and isn't frying your brain. Like that feels a little bit more organic, you know, kind of reminds me of, even though it's a little bit more intense than weed, you know, it reminds me of, okay, grows in the ground. Cool with it. You know what I mean? No chemicals. There we Let's go. do the shit. Um, but that that was a huge that was a huge thing for me was trying to do microdosing um, and seeing the effects and I, I noticed how much it helped with my anxiety and being okay and comfortable in your own skin. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. what we were talking about and being a loser and being like insecure and like not trying things. It's it allows you to love on yourself. Yeah, I I just was kind of like you know what like I anything that made me uncomfortable was gone. 
You know, because you can't have anything uncomfortable when you're shrooming. So can I ask you a question then? Because I, I like do. to uh, balance these, these conversations. Because very, you know, um, well, let me start here. For one, I'm proud of you, America. I'm so proud of you. You know, you, you are, you are, you're becoming so emotionally mature. I'm proud of you. Right? You know, um, but yes. Yeah, psycho- those... psychedelics to take care of our problems. But and who would have thought? Who, who would have thought? thought? Not me. Not me. I certainly didn't either. You know, um, <laughs> actually, you know, um, I can't even tell you um, how I got introduced to the idea. But um, when I did, I became inquisitive like you. Yeah. And I started listening to, um, his name is Terrence McKenna. Okay. Um, he is in, he is like the psychedelic guru. Okay. And he kind of gives you all of what goes on, the nuances, what you deal with, where it takes you, how it affects your mind, and just the different things and how he broke it down. It was so, so intriguing. But I still have my reservations. Yeah. Because, you know, I mean, like, especially where I come from, like, anything outside of, like, cannabis or alcohol like you're a drug addict you know you know like Mormon you're, race. you're on so fucking can, drugs yes. you know what i'm saying i was very much like what are you doing now miranda and I'm right like, just smoking weed mom leave me alone <laughs> right just dope but but it's so crazy how we've evolved because now my mom is like you know she's like oh my god this is so strong i'm like what what, what do you mean i go in her room she has a vape pen with gorilla glue cartridge on the inside i said you what? She is shut. She not smoked before. We might it? have to edit that. I don't know if my mom wants the world to know that. That's but uh, <laughs> <laughs> airing out mom's <laughs> four twenty business. Right. Love you, mom. Never mind. But uh, yeah. So you know, it, it got me um, interested. But then I had to get more background information about it. Then I started. Uh, one of my, you know, close friends. He was doing it. and I had no idea. So I'm like, how does it make you feel? And I started asking questions. Yeah. At a certain point, he was like, you know what? You tell me. And I was just like, it felt like that old Dare commercial from back in the 90s where they handed yeah. you drugs and shit. <laughs> like, my, this is a crossword. This yeah. is a crossword of my life. <laughs> Where'd you learn how to do these drugs? Right, right, I right. learned them from you, Dad. I learned them from you. With, with the frying pan and the egg and shit. In yeah. It. <laughs> this is your brain on, on drugs. drugs. Yes. yes. All that comes to mind. Like, Man, shit. Miranda, I'm telling you, I was sitting there like, I was under pressure. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> but... I, I'm just, you know, with that, I'm also, the, uh, you know, with the Gemini in me, you know, I have a fearlessness about me as well, where it's like, fuck it, what's the worst that can happen? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's the worst that can happen? You know, so I sat with it for a while. I didn't have, I didn't try it. I just, I just had it, you know, in my pocket, wherever I kept it. And this is shrooms we're talking about? Yes. Okay. So one day, something told me, is like, Let's go for it. Because I was listening to all the spiritual benefits that comes with it, the the cognitive benefits that comes along with it, just all the myriad of benefits that comes along with the psychedelics. Yeah. And I, I chewed them shits up. <laughs> just ate them straight or I, you I, ate them with other food? I love them in PB&Js. The first time I did it, I had it, um, I chewed them up with an orange. So, okay. Yeah. So I, I the t- citrus. Yeah, because the citrus it actually it, it, it enhances. But see, the, the thing feeling, is, right, I was juice? on some I was on some Jimi Hendrix shit though, and I didn't even know it. Be- no, let me tell you because <laughs> the citrus it intensifies the effect. I was just gonna say. But this was my first time. Oh. So out the gate. So this is your first time. How long ago was this? About a year ago. Okay. So. Um, In quarantine. 
Well, no, two years ago. Sorry. So two okay. years ago. Sorry. So um, so I'm sitting there. I'm just like, oh, I don't feel anything. This is like, you know, you sure this works? You know, I'm thinking like he's putting on now. Out of nowhere. What was the first thing you noticed that was different? I started noticing the shadows of the room. Yeah. Like the shadows became more prominent to me. Yeah. Like I can, the things that I would, it's almost like this, the best way I can describe it is when you're in the psychedelic state, that's what I like to call it. When you're in the state, it allows you, it's almost like a picture, right? When you look at a drawing, you see all of... I love the way that you say that, by the way. A drawing. A, a drawing. You know, I'm, I'm oh from the East God, Coast. I'm sorry. That's so good. No, I'm I love sorry. it. You know, but... I love it when people <laughs> pronounce words a certain way. It just gets me, me going. Me too. Me too. Like, 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 like Bostonians, you know. Maca. <laughs> Yeah, my car keys, you know, my car keys. You mean like khakis or your, your car keys, you know, like which one are you talking about? <laughs> but it's like, um, it's like a picture, right? You, you, when you, when we look at a picture, we always see the reds, the, the blues, the whatever. But when you're in the state, you see the negative. Okay. So you see all the backdrop. Of yeah. what makes everything come together. The things that you normally wouldn't notice. You all notice. the inner mechanics of things you notice. Yeah. All the little nuances, all the little details, everything you pay attention to, every single thing. And that's when I knew it was working. Yeah. However, the f it, it, it was a good time. I, you know, we sm I smoked. I, I, you know, it was cool. The second time I went up a dose because I read that when you get to a certain uh, uh, gram intake, that there's different spiritual uh, um, key, uh, lock blockages that you that you can unlock by increasing the dose. Yeah. So I, I wanted to see what was up, and honestly, I'm so glad that I did. Make a long story short, I'm so glad that I did, Miranda, because um, it helped me to deal with a lot. You know, I, I unpacked a lot of emotional trauma. Things that I've been carrying around for a long time, I didn't even know I was carrying around. Things that were holding me back in my life that I didn't even know were things that were hindering me. You know, like emotional things, mental things. You know, it was it was updating my iOS. You know, like internally like though. That. You know, like literally, like like the corroded files were getting deleted. Yeah. You know, things unsavory aspects of my character. I was fragmenting. It was fragmenting. Like my whole reality was shattered, and I was questioning everything about myself. And I didn't like a lot of things. I was actually disgusted. I'm gonna hit you with a question now. Go ahead. How do you know that you're working on your trauma and yourself? And how do you know that you've worked on it? Based on how you respond to to um, future triggers. Triggers, thank you. Um, triggers, how you respond to your triggers. Like how I know that I have found um, elevation is because in younger years, I had, I had pretty bad anger. Um, I didn't deal with my anger correctly. Your anger response was... My anger response was just bad, you yeah. know? Like it was very bad, you know? And then I had to get to a point... Um, it allowed me to get to a point where... Um, excuse me, I found that I was uh, making progress when I would deal with a situation that would have me typically fly off the handle some years ago, I'd be like, oh, wow. You know, I'm sorry to hear that. Or, you nonchalant. know, like, it, not nonchalant, but it was allowing me to, to choose what emotion I wanted to feel. Yeah. You know, like, I would, I, I'm, in control, of, I'm in control of my vessel at this time now. Yes. See, years ago, like, and let me ask you this um, when you are in this state, do you feel like you're actually yourself? Oh, man. Like okay, it, so it feels like you are finally who you are. 
the ego's removed. Um, I love the line star of the ego feed the soul. And I feel like that sometimes with what happens when you do psychedelics. My first experience, a little off topic, but in the realm of psychedelics, is it DMT? I'm interested, but I, yeah. Oh, man, I thought it was the scariest thing in the world. And then I was just like, you know, I think. Is like it more said, intense, this room? Holy fuck. It, there's the, the spectrum of intense goes from like zero to like a hundred. So you saw the matrix coding and all oh, that? Oh, bro. <laughs> like, no. Okay, so this is. So if you looked at this light right here, or just, you know, in these corners, which I'm sure if I did DMT, these would start coming out in spikes, like these from the roof. Everything looked geometric. And everything was in a very Hindu, Indian, very religious. Like sacred geometry. Like, yes. You know the woman with the, like, the, the like a thousand arms? You uh, know the what I Krishna, mean? I believe. I, I forget I what it's yeah, called. Yeah, I don't want to offend nobody. Yeah, yeah, but you know what I mean? Where she's, it's an Indian, like, um, just. A, a goddess. Goddess, yes. And she's just has, a, like, a thousand arms. And I just saw that everywhere. And so I was things just would like, trail? Yeah, things would trail. And it came from light and light sources. And I just kept feeling this, like, man, we aren't shit feeling. Like, we're nothing. Like, we're just this tiny. It just felt like a very big removal of, like, self. It just was like, <sighs> I have no place in life. This is just, mm, you, you know what I mean? Mm, like, it was not, humbling. It was very humbling. It was very we're really blessed to even just be here and talking and just being on this plant kind of deal. Like agree, I was just like, agree. Like think about whoa. how many things had to go right. Yes. And it just was like, I don't know. It was very overwhelming of just like, man, so this is what life is. You know what I mean? Mm, and it, it, that mm, sounds really weird because it mm. only lasts for like three, six minutes long. Yeah. But they say it feels long so long though. But it does. Oh my gosh. It felt like 20 minutes. And I just like, my friend was sober while her and her, me and her fiance were tripping just so one of us would know what the fuck was going on and she would be okay to pull me out. And I was just like looking around the room and just being like, I can't stop seeing all these geometric shapes. That's out. really cool. It was really cool. And it felt very, I'm going to have to talk very, to Miranda after the show so she could be my DMT supplier. Right. <laughs> very spiritual. And it just felt very like, we aren't shit. Like, I just kept saying that over and over again. Like, we're nothing. It just like, it allows you to see that it's bigger than you. Yeah, life is so much bigger than us. It's, it's you know, I think it's when we get caught up in this rudeness, um, the problem with people, you know, that's, you know, very overcomplicated term. Um, and we're oversimplifying by saying, you know, problems with people. Yes. Um. But when you think about just yourself um, and you don't have really respect for other people or respect for life or respect what's come before you or respect for other people's struggles, mm. um, especially respect for yourself and your struggles that you've been through and that's how you get empathy for other people. Um, if you didn't have that and that was removed from people, that's I think where we get into these problems of selfishness and we get into like these, the ego, the, ego, the greed. Um, and if we all had that kind of mindset, I think we'd be a lot better off. But I just don't think people would really take the time to really not saying everybody needs to go out there and do DMT and have no, these experiences. No. But <laughs> definitely not. I'm just saying, like, I I respect people that put that aside for a second and have and, and are able to like communicate and have that that feeling, with, which it's not usually done with language. It's just done by respect. You know what I mean? Mm, like when the first mm. couple times that I've talked to you. Um, you notice some people are just more willing to talk or have more willing to spend their time with you. To um, exchange, yes. Exactly. Like what I was telling you earlier about like the magic between people. Like mm -hmm. you just can't make that up. It's it's very organic and it's 
It can't be faked. No. Um, and that's what I think happens when you get rid of the ego and you get rid of all of these side bullshits and like, you know, how am I going to benefit from right, this Right, because life? the ego is I, I. The ego is I. It's I. It's I. Yeah. I. 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 Yeah. I. Everything is I. How I'm affected. What I feel. What I think. And then when you get into that, when the ego burns away, you go, you go into more of like, how are they affected by this? Yeah. Well, if I do this, how would this affect them? Yeah. You know, what are other people dealing with at this time? You know, like it allows you to, it broadens your perspective where you, you, you it, it allows you to focus on something bigger than yourself. Yeah. You know, um, so I got a psychedelic question for you then. Yes. We call this a planet that we're on, right? Uh-huh. But we don't know where it begins or where, where it ends. We don't know how big this thing is. We don't know how old it is. We don't know how long we've been here. All this stuff is basically is hearsay. Mm -hmm. Because the history books, as we know, it's full with lies anyway. You know, like it's, it's 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 concocted to, you know, the direction that whoever won the war, they wanted them to be they want their story to be highlighted. Yeah, Christopher Columbus was a rapist. Yeah, it's a highlight. I said it here first. Hi. <laughs> I fuck with it. You know, she gonna tell it. She gonna tell it like it is. You know, she on her airy shit. You know, <laughs> high Aries energy. Right a big, here. big airy, big dick Aries energy in the house. <laughs> you know, but the question is, um, we also as as human beings, because that's some. You know, the the brain and the mind, the man, all of that, we have a way of creating terminologies for things that we don't understand so that we can feel comfortable with not knowing things. Yes. You know, it's like we try to put take God and put him into a box so that we can understand the magnitude of this thing. Yeah. You can never understand the magnitude of the, the of the creator, creators, the engine, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. Whatever started all it is, you can never understand it. No. It's like you being a, a app, understanding the iPhone, how it works. Mm -hmm. You're an app. You're never going to understand the functionality of the iPhone because the iPhone created you. Yeah. So anyways, what I'm getting at is, in that same vein, as we know, our cells are alive. Our molecules are alive. Our DNA is alive. You ever heard the term, as above, so below? Yes. Love so it. sometimes I ask myself, right, mm -hmm. what if we are cells? What if we are living organisms inside of a large organism? Well, yeah, I think that's what we're doing. But no, I'm saying like not in a like you have a, like the Osmosis Jones kind of thing. Like we are a oh. part of a bigger so, thing, but we are inside of it. Well, yes, I, I I think it's very much the. With, with Earth and everything, everybody wants to do which, which came first, the chicken or the egg. Mm -hmm. What if the chicken and the egg are necessary for each other? What you if know, they came at the same time? Yeah, I, I know that that's obviously we're never going to find a solution for that question. Um, but, I mean, what if we're so dependent, and I think this is the case, I'm not a scientist and I really don't know that much, but what if we are so dependent on the Earth and the Earth is so dependent on us? You know, mm, I, I know a lot of people mm. are going to argue with that with how much damage we've done to our ecosystem with, you know, global um, global warming and everything, which has taken a backseat to COVID. Let's talk about that later. <laughs> but right. um, yeah, yeah, that's like completely disappeared off of our realm in the last year. Yeah. And surprisingly, people are not that concerned about children at the border anymore either. No, no. Um, people are less people have lost their ability to care about a lot of things in the last year. It's, it's weird how things are shuffling in and out. Um, mm, the desensitization. 
one hundred percent. But yeah, I just. So do you? So so do you? Do you? So ultimately, my question, what I'm ultimately getting at is getting at is. That's a good question. We don't understand what we are really. We don't really fully understand what we are. Like, yeah. For example, I have the strong disposition that human beings have a, a, a very, I mean, we are an amalgamate of species. Like mm-hmm. everything that's in this, this reality, we, there's a part of it in us. So for example, nickel, copper, palladium, gold, all that's in your body. Like we have elements, we have minerals, we have all these different things in our bodies. Then you think about it, you're fire, earth, air, and water. Mm-hmm. You are every element in one. Think yeah. about that. And you're running on, on running on electricity. So then you're robotic in some ways. You're, then you have, um, we're born, in, we're, we're hatched from eggs. So then we're reptilian in some ways. Because the only thing that hatched from eggs are reptiles. Yeah. And the majority of everything that evolved on this planet evolved from reptiles. Yeah, it's really weird. Like, again, with the two-dimensional thing, you know, everything's so complicated. I don't think that there's one... Like you said, how we don't know what we came from. I don't think there's really one answer for anything. Mm. We'd be ignorant to say what the truth is. You know what mm. I mean? I think everybody wants to know. I, I'm surprised how many people don't try to research what happens to you after you die. Like, you know, like, why haven't we gotten to, into more of, like, science and, like, you know, we're going to... I don't know how they do it, but like mm-hmm. we're going to investigate what happens to the brain after you die and the wavelengths and like what do you see after you die and is that actually what you see in your mind or is your mind doing a chemical releasing and that's what you're experiencing? Well, they're alleging that they can clone you and transfer your consciousness. Yes, they, 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 this is what is being worked on now. Like they're trying to measure measure the soul. Like they're trying to. Um, <sighs> God. We're moving into some very different times. Yeah. You know, that's overwhelming. Extremely, because we're moving into, but see, at the same time, though, it's like if you don't, if you don't, um, um, if you do completely just be fearful of it and don't pursue that, then what is any different than the whole like reefer madness thing from like the 70s or whatnot, like the propaganda, like, oh, don't, don't, don't go after anything that's unknown, you know, stay away from everything that's unknown, yeah. you know, but then again, some things you don't want to tamper with. Yeah. Some things once you, you know, it's like opening Pandora's box, Yeah. you know, and I don't, I, I, you know, it's, it's one of the, like consciousness is one of those things that it's so beyond our understanding that it's, it's, it's a, it's pretty, it's pretty um, worrisome. To think that, you know, there are people right now who are trying to recreate life in their, in their own image now. Yeah. So it's like, so in a sense, it's like the things that we're dealing with right now, look at it in a broad perspective. Human beings are becoming obsolete. Forget romance is obsolete. Human beings are becoming obsolete. Well, if they're making meat the AI, from, aren't they like making meat from um, DNA, like in like multiplying DNA to make fake meat, but it's actually real meat, but it's made from stem cell. Stem cells. Have mm. you seen this? So that's cloned food. Yeah, cloned food. So it's like nothing's nothing's dying, but it it's still meat. Like it still came from an animal. It's like the weirdest thing in the world to me. Like mm. I don't know how I feel about that because technically it's not. It's animal cruelty free, but then again, it's not really cruelty free if we're still cloning 
animals meet and they're still alive but we're still keeping them captive and and have leather wallets in our pockets yes exactly so we're not i think we're almost kind of like going around the problem like i I say all the time our issue is not the killing is the fact that we don't want to see it yeah it's not that it's not the we issue don't want to see because the we problem. talk we talk about gun violence and this and the third and the atrocities that are going on in other countries. However, our own government right now is in places dropping explosives on children. Yeah, and because you can't see it, it doesn't keep you up at night. Yeah, you know. So and just because your party won, you don't think it's happening. There you anymore. go. So how outraged are you really? Yeah. How outraged are you really? It sucks because me as somebody that wanted, obviously, Trump to be out of office and you have somebody that gets in the office like Biden, not really anybody wanted, um, let's be real, but was the default. He was just a lesser of the two evils. Yes, exactly. I mean, lesser than, you know, of course, Hillary Clinton in 2016, but just fuck, okay, get anybody in there that's not going to be Trump. So we have that come into play. And then I saw this great meme, and it had every single um, last four presidents logo on the on the missile <laughs> um, missile strike, you know, air you know airplane, um, and it just had a different president for each one, and it just makes such perfect sense. You know, everybody wants to fight for their guy and who they think is right, and at the end of the day, we're all just killing children and you know, dropping bombs and people and civilians, like you said, in other countries. Kind of like what we did with America, risk for Columbus and all this shit. And it, like you said, how outraged are you really if we're just doing the same shit and and calling it under a new government and saying, well, it's Biden, it's a time for change, or you know, all these all whatever slogan that they had this year. And it sucks. I I hate that you want to advocate for what's right and like doing the underdog right do you know what i mean yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. you want to you want to do what's right and kind of fight for your moral compass and mm-hmm. what you know to be right and who you think is going to fight for not just yourself but every single group in impoverished groups or in fringe groups um and i think that's what a lot of people thought that they were doing but then they turn their head when they see something they don't like about that party. Do you know what I mean? Yes, yes. I think we're all guilty of it. Because people are following out of more of emotional, um, an emotional connection as opposed to, it's like all the time people say, you know, like listen to the message, not so much the messenger. 100%. You know, and that was the issue with Trump. Like, I mean, yes, he had a lot of things that he said that was crazy. Like, I mean, off the wall things, things that he did that was crazy and off the wall. Yeah. You know, however, you know, when he was in the chair, Korea wasn't calling over and saying, we don't respect you. Um, I suggest you shut up and be quiet for the next four years or we're going to come over there and blow you up because we don't even acknowledge you as the president. You know, it's like we were so gung ho on getting someone who was docile to us. But does that really work when we're living in a world full of, I mean, because as human, once again, we talk about the human experience. We have to stop disacknowledging that we have very animalistic qualities about ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, like when, a, when an animal's out in the, in the jungle, it's all about like maintaining that, that, that presence. Yeah. Otherwise, you're going to get chewed up. Yeah. And now we're in a place where the world thinks that we have weak leadership. Yeah. That's not good for us from the outside threats. You know, so it's, it's just, it's so much. And I just try to stray, stray away from the political stuff because it becomes like, it became like a gang thing now. Like, you know, people, oh, 
you know, you, you voted for this one. I can't talk to you anymore. You know, and I'm just like, th this is not what it's about. I have to say I'm guilty of that. I, mm, I mm. got into that. I feel like I talked about it with my friend Ruben the other day. And I said, I like the honesty. That's what's up. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I have to, you know what I mean? I think the only person that holds you accountable is you. And it's kind of dumb. Only as sick as your secrets. You know? Yeah. And you can't keep nodding your head and going, yeah, man, that's right. And knowing that you've done that yourself. Um, there are a few times when I saw people that were so okay with what was going on with George Floyd mm. and using the narrative, like my family, my mom said, well, what about his arrest he's had before? And you know, when you get into something like that, you already know. How does that correlate? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know what, what you're dealing with when those questions come Correct, up. correct. Because at the root of it, you know what the issue is. You know what the issue is. So when... I feel like I haven't had to make those huge decisions about my life because I am white and because of my place of privilege. So if I have other people that are that look like me and are making those kind of statements, I feel like it is now my place that I have to say something. Mm, mm, the reason mm. I think we've gotten to this place of complacency, of being okay with watching people just get murdered in the street and just like, okay, business is normal, um, is because people don't say anything. And thank God we have phones and people recording things now. Correct. Because you can't deny what's inherently true in a video. Mm -hmm. Like I think watching that Philandro Castile video on Facebook Live and, wa and watching him die on camera. Dying, I, I watched it live on Facebook when it happened, and it was just like, the fuck is this? Like, it but, was just a trip. But now, and I'm glad you gave me your account of it, you know, um, you know, as, as being a white, a white woman. Yeah. But, and, and as a man of color, my side of it is, I don't even want to see it anymore. Because it's, it's a, it carries a certain energy with it where it keeps you in that trauma and that, and that trauma mentality. Yeah. You know, like I was having a conversation with someone and I like to speak with people who are forward thinking, you know, I, there's no emotion. Like I like the people who can detach the emotion from the logic. Yeah. Let's just have a logical conversation. The gentleman was saying something to the effect of, you know, um, I've met so many successful black people in my life and this and a third. And he was just like, however, you know, I feel that some, they, uh, they allow what they dealt with to hinder them in their current lives as to, um, you know, um, preventing them to succeed. And I said, you know, in some capacities, you're correct. Yeah. However, when you have um, a slave movie that comes out every year, when you have reminders every couple of months, you know, of police who are killing, you know, your own kind, it kind of, it doesn't, it doesn't allow one who is not mentally strong and has mental grounding to, 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 to see above that situation. It's almost it, like we're keeping the narrative of, of them as victims. It, 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 you're keeping these people victims. 100%. Because you're victimizing them. It's like almost like a Jim Crow emotional conquest. The, the, the Holocaust or, happened so long ago. If you bring it up today, it's still a touchy subject. Yeah, I mean, well, when you think about it, it wasn't that long ago, 1930s. So think about this. Slavery wasn't that long ago either, then. No, it wasn't. I think what um, Frederick Douglass was fighting for racial equality for voters back back when, like, what, 19, no, 18, 1846? He, like, shit was going on back then. Mm. Um I think the I, I did a thing over this in 
in quarantine, I looked it up. Um, Asian Americans weren't allowed to vote until the 90s mm. or the 80s. Mm. And then in the 60s, um, finally, is when we got the Racial Equality Act voted in by Martin Luther King mm. with him and Lyndon B. Johnson. So it's only been the last 50, four, 50, 60 years that black men have been able to vote. It's only been the last 40 years that Asian Americans have been able to vote. Like when you think about it in that terms, we haven't gotten that far. Not really. Not far at all. Um, and when, like you said, when we have these keeping people like the victims um, in terminology and emotionally speaking by, like you said, it's just constant and it's all, it's hit you over the head. This is going on problems. Um, like you said, with always these 12 years of slave movies coming out, Django Unchained, it makes you feel like, are we, are we giving empowerment or are we keeping somebody in place? And then think and think about this exactly. And then think about this. And after this, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and um, let uh, we're gonna go ahead and uh, pay some bills, <laughs> you know. But um, think about it like this, right? How could it not be a ploy to keep a group of people in place? Because human beings have been walking this earth for hundreds, thousands, millions of years, right? Yeah. Are, why are you not giving any other historical accounts of those people? Yeah. What they've done as far as the construction of the, 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 the modern medicines and the, the sciences and this and that, why aren't you giving the other aspects of what these people have done or what they've experienced? Mm -hmm. You know, when you're only giving a one-sided uh, uh, perspective of you're a slave, you've always been a slave, you're going to always be one, this is what you dealt with, everything is trauma, 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 whoop, 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 crying and sadness. What at what point do you expect someone to rise above that? Yeah, you know, so it takes a very strong person to recognize what what is actually going on, and then you know work to 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 counter that. You know, and it's 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 yeah. Anyways, though, you know, um, I try to like try to stray away from those type of subjects, but it's it's the reality of our reality. Yeah. You know, and I feel like as long as people make it such a touchy thing where they don't even want to talk about it, then there's no way that we can move forward with an understanding. Yeah. You know, because my friends of today, they're not, you know, um, they don't feel like their grandparents do. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> you know? what I'm saying. It's, they it's don't hard. feel like their grandparents do, you know, and, and because they don't, you know, our relationship is different. So how, so what am I supposed to do? I'm supposed to be saying, okay, well, screw every single white person because of what your grandparents did. You yeah. know, it's like, then I wouldn't have certain relationships and friendships that I have right now. Yeah. You know, so it's just like, we have to get to a level of understanding. We have to get to a level of putting, putting that trauma behind us. Um, and, 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 and just being honest with what we're dealing with, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't really know the right way to hold people accountable. I don't either. Have that kind of rhetoric and I don't really know what the best way is to go about it. Like, it's you know easier how said saying, than done. Yeah. It's, it's easy to listen to people and go, man, I should have said something. But then when you say something, you go, oh man, I probably shouldn't have said something. Now I have a rift with my friend. It's, right. Who knows what the right way is? I think you just do with what you think is best in the moment. I just I want to end it on this note. Um, what I will say is I, I don't think there's any right way or wrong way or best way or worst way. Yeah. But just um, from speaking one culture to another, right? For all of my non-African uh, American friends, 
if you um, support us and you believe that what is going on is incorrect, then like you said, that was very, that was very, very powerful because that shows that, see, it's very easy to agree with me behind closed doors, but then when you get out there in public, it's, I'm quiet now. Yeah. But see, when you're quiet, that people means, are very loud at a computer. There you go. But, but when but, they go out there, they're but quiet. But quiet is a, is a, is agreeance. Yes. So if you don't speak up and stand up for the for for what you feel is incorrect, then you are a part of the problem. Silence is violence. Silence is violence. So for all of my friends, so to, so what you said just just to address that, that's where we begin. Address address where address the uh uh. You know the disrespect. Address the the um, the rhetoric. The rhetoric. Address all of those things that you know are incorrect that you are not okay with. Because if you're not okay with it, your your you you showing your stance on it is by standing up. Yeah. You know. But I just want to say that was our show today. Um, my camera guy is pretty hungry right now. He's like he's he's like foaming at the mouth right now. And uh, you know, I mean, I got I got to blame it on somebody. You know, <laughs> but thank you so much, Miranda. Oh, it was, it's my pleasure. It was definitely a pleasure having you on. It's not the last time. No, um, if you I, got some time, come come on and co-host with me for you know sometimes. You know, the one word I can describe that podcast that we just had refreshing. Miranda, thank you so much for stopping in. We covered so many topics that was unexpected because uh, as we intended this podcast to be, it was supposed to be about romance and then we turned it <laughs> into so many different things. However, I'm pretty sure that there's a lot of people who could benefit from some of those things that we spoke on today. Thank you so much for your viewership in advance. Miranda will be stopping in again. Um, check us out on Anchor FM. Uh, make sure before, oh, uh, uh, run, run the tape back. Make sure you like, follow, and subscribe first. And then check us out on Anchor FM, Apple, SoundCloud, Spotify, and all the major streaming platforms, YouTube. You can also follow me on Instagram, um, handle Raisin Brands. Check us out on every Wednesday. Peace. Thank you so much. It's been a blessing. Out. The real you is not a puppet which life pushes around. The real deep down you is the whole universe.